Hey, it's Ryan Doyle from TDR's Guaranteed Money. The global soccer market and Web3 are about to collide. You're going to meet the man responsible coming up in a Guaranteed Money featured interview. Ryan Doyle, Anthony Vero, millennial entrepreneur from Guaranteed Money, here with a great guest. I mean, I'm a I'm a footy fan. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to rub anybody the wrong way by saying I'm an Arsenal fan. I know that they're at least close to the top of the table now. I feel comfortable. I finally feel like I can admit this and say it out loud. They've got a big game against Liverpool coming up. Uh, but this is just an intriguing project. This is something that I've been following cl- quite closely. And uh, we're excited to be joined by the founder of Fans.com, Sam Jones. Great to have you, sir. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, guys. I didn't rub you the wrong way with the Arsenal mention, did I? No, I said to someone today, actually, Arsenal are, um, I'm, I'm a huge Liverpool fan and Arsenal are, I think they're quite similar clubs in, in a way with the history and the, the way they've been run over the years. And uh, one of the worst nights of my life was when Michael Thomas scored uh, um, in, in the late 80s to where we lost the league at Anfield. But no, I have a lot of respect for Arsenal and uh, uh, not, 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 there's some clubs I can't stand, but Arsenal's not one of them. Well, and I, as I say, we do play Liverpool this week. I don't like our chances of a result, even though I think you're missing Salah, but we will uh, we'll leave it on the pitch, as they say. Let's talk a little bit about Fans.com. I know you've got a big launch coming up. Uh, for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so so fans, Fans.com, I think, I think one way or other, I've been thinking about it for 30 years. Um, it just it just so happens that the the technology has has kind of arrived. So we, we talk about fans as uh, f- firstly it's it's only for football or, or soccer. You know I think I think um, in this space it's very easy to kind of get dragged around. You know in, in Web three that someone wants to do a project in fashion and someone wants to do something in in cars or, or whatever. But for me I'm a football fan and and it's 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 been a thing for me since I was six years old. And fans.com is is only about uh, football, uh, three and a half people, three and a half billion people watch the game. So I think it's a big enough uh, challenge. And, and really, what we're trying to do at a fifty thousand square feet, a fifty thousand square foot view is how do we connect global football with Web three? And, and that's like that's two massively different populations. And if you go to, um, I was going to say Highbury, but if you go to the Emirates. Uh, today, there's probably like 0.1% of people in the Emirates that own an NFT. So what we're trying to do is our tagline is football in, in Web3, but we're trying to connect the two. Um, so we, we talk about ourselves as being a gateway to NFTs, uh, gaming, and my dr- big dream is is governance. So I'll I'll talk you through what each of the three layers sure. are, but that, that that's essentially what, what fans is. When we talk so, about... Um, Sorry, go ahead. You go, you go. No, I, I, I was, uh, I was hoping that, uh, you know, I, I could just get a little bit more when we talk about marrying those worlds. That's that sounds overwhelming to me when you talk about such a, a big industry when we talk about footy and we talk such, such a big concept when we talk about Web three. The marriage of those two things that's daunting if you're looking at it just at a, even at a, an aerial view. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, listen, I think I'm learning something in this space every, every day. Uh, some some days multiple big things and uh i had i had a few breakthrough moments in the last few months where i can now i can now see it really clearly which is you know three months ago i had no idea what we were doing but at, at, the, at the base layer what we're trying to do is take icons um and next week we launch with a guy called john motson 
And uh, John Motson is a legend of the football game. He was the voice of FIFA, but more importantly, he was the voice of BBC for 50 years. So he was the narrator of so many football events. And um, I know John and I, I, you know, he's an icon. And I remember him talking to me through the TV when I was eight years old. You know, he's, he's played a part in so many people's lives and memories. Um, so, so if you take him as project one, um, our, our value with, with John is to say, how can we tell your story um, and it be worthy of your name through a digital um, moment? Uh, so we created for John a 3D avatar of him that, that rotates um, with a audio of his 50 favorite games that he recalls looking back. And these go from Arsenal to Liverpool to Man United to England to Argentina to Germany, literally his 50 favorite games. And we, we convert those into 5,000 NFTs by all kinds of different versions of John in his ages, his, what he wore, certain symbols about the era, the game, the fashion, and so on. Um, and um, we're, we're trying to create um, a, a digital version of that moment in, in time. And really, we're trying to give John a chance to appear in this new in this new format. So as we move on, our, our second player is going to be um, Maradona, you know, one of the, the greatest talents of, of all time. Sure. And telling his story in a totally different way and matching his assets up with um, some some crazy digital artists, um, basically. So so at the very core of the of, of, of our business is how do we tell the story sort of cradle to grave? in this new format for some, for some, for some icons. And we're going to be working with uh, Buffon and pe people in like different eras, different positions, different clubs. And um, so we, we have a, we have a studio in the UK. We, and we, we work with all different types of designers. We, we write the smart contracts in, in internally. And um, we do the, we do the, the, the primary sale or the mint through fans.com. Um, and then um, we're in the process of, of building a, a white label marketplace on, on, on fans.com. But we also work with a bunch of other secondary markets, including China um, and, and other parts of Asia where they obviously love their football. Um, so try, we're essentially trying to connect up IP with, with wallets, which, um, which is, you know, not, not always easy. You know, you go out to a, a big soccer audience and people literally look at you like you're, you're crazy at this, at this particular stage we're at um, in this stuff. But um, for, for me, it's, it's a case of at this phase picking legends and then matching them with an artist that's kind of reflective of their, of their character. But we've got a very, very long list of clubs, former players, current players, and also video based moments, you know, that uh, from the archives that we'll, that we'll put into this format. So um, and I think what's in it for the club or, or the or, or the or the athlete is how do we help them create yes something special but perpetual revenues you know for that for their club you know what what I really buzz off is is finding a club that's got lots of fans but got a shit business model <laughs> and probably got not enough money and they're sat on like masses of um, archive footage memorabilia and 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 helping unlock some of that stuff for the benefit of the club. I think, I think that's, I, I'm not so interested in the massive, massive clubs at this point in time, because they're on a massive cash grab um, in this space. I, but I want to work with the little clubs um, where they've got just as much passion, 
and let's give them a, a, a piece of technology which levels the playing field a little bit. So you'll see us doing stuff with players, clubs, uh, um, and, and and legends, and that's like the foundation of of the of the, the trifecta, if you like, um, NFTs, gaming, and governance. What are some of the facets, I guess, that that bring the uh, that bring the fans dot com platform to real life? Um, are there any real life aspects down the roadmap or incorporated into the platform um, to mix the physical and the digital um, together? Yeah, great, great question. I think I think with Maradona, like he's got he's got a bunch of trademarks um, mm-hmm. of his foot, his hand. Would you believe? Um, and and like a whole collection of jewelry based off that. So there's there's some there's some interesting things you can do with that. With John Motson, we're doing some interesting things with his physical handwritten notes of games. Okay. So like you know, this was the ultimate professional in the lead up to a football match. You know, he would have both sides of both 11s all the all handwritten with this sort of oh, yeah. quite unmet yeah. but like we're, we're bringing some of that into so if you own one of these you can get you know there's a chance to get some of these physical pieces um yeah and i the the, the, the coolest thing we're doing actually um and, and for me this this was a massive breakthrough moment in the last few weeks we're, we're it's fine to make all these nfts and and i, and I think we'll we'll probably invest a lot of time, really go out of our way to find the best artists and, and we'll release these things. But how, how, where does it go beyond that piece? Yeah. And for me, um, gaming's really interesting um, b- b- because obviously it's great for retention and acquisition of users. But what on earth has gaming got to do with NFTs? Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't know. Um, it's, got every- and, it's got everything. And I've since figured it out. And um, I, I think... If you say to any Arsenal fan or any football fan on the planet, who's your favorite like five or ten players in the history of time? Mm-hmm. Like, people over a few pints will talk about this like for hours and they'll say, This guy's the best goalkeeper, this guy's the best defender, this guy. And this conversation will will never will never end. Because we all lived in different eras, we all watch different teams. Um, but but our favorite teams are part of our DNA. You know, that, oh, yeah. that's like they, sure. they, they, they tell you a lot about the person's risk appetite, where they came from, you know, who they are. So so we're releasing a product in the next few weeks, which which is distributed on the blockchain. And it's basically combinations of players throughout the history of time. Okay. And 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 for me, the greatest player I've ever seen is Maradona. But Daglish would be in there. And I'd probably have Zidane in there, and I'd probably yeah. have um, Messi in there. But my combination is probably a little bit unique. But we're putting all these combinations into our fans' uh, um, sort of genesis in, in the next couple of weeks. And I think people will want to own those and wear a T-shirt, a physical T-shirt, showing oh, yeah. their team. So, so like I'm wearing a, an MJ T-shirt right now, I think people will walk around with their team on the T-shirt, and I've got a printing company who's already who's already getting ready for that. So okay. um, I think that's the equivalent of a board ape in, in for a soccer fan. Um, um, now, the cool thing about that is that's going to be the bridge to our game because whoever you've got on right. your T-shirt is going to form the characteristics of your character in the game. Yep. Um, now, by the way, you know all this. I'm only just figuring this stuff out. But, but um, so, so we're building a arcade game, multiplayer, very simple to use, based on soccer with a high skill cap. Okay. And, 
and 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 the characteristics which you own for your favorite players will form the character and that character is going to be able to take people on and connect and do all sorts of crazy stuff but you'll be able to dress them and okay. I think that brings in then a bridge into a digital merch which is which absolutely is, which is which is for me like yeah, even even wilder so um so that's that's the sort of that's the sort of path we're going down which is so it's NFTs, a bridge to gaming, gaming, a bridge to digital merch. And once the penny dropped, um, for, for me, it was like, shit, we need to accelerate fast. You know, if yeah. it, and, and thank God we're only doing this in soccer. Yeah. Because, um, so, so that's, um, since I last spoke to you, once, once those things uh, aligned, you know, for me, it was just, because I, th I think until you see it, this space is, can be really, you know, I, I, I can see the value in the first level, but until you see that that sort of those, those gateways, I, oh, yeah. I, think, I think it's hard to see a sustainable business. But now I'm I'm I've never oh, been it's... I've never had so much conviction. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you start to see layers of the onion start to peel back. And I mean, those NFTs that you're first putting out in your Genesis, that's yeah. your base layer. Yes. That's basically just how you're getting everybody in and, and activated. Mm -hmm. And then it's creating value from the top down. Um, which I mean, you can absolutely go into gaming. You can go into DeFi. You can go yes. into the merch. I mean, I think kits kits would look amazing, and they'd resonate with the soccer fan right away. Um, for, from a digital merch perspective, so I mean, yeah, you guys are absolutely going down the right hole. And to be honest, with the with the amount of of, of I guess knowledge that I've gained in Web three and in crypto, with Web three, you need to drill down into a vertical and capture that consumer yep. and own that niche versus yep. go horizontal. I'm seeing so many projects out there that are going into X, Y, and Z, football, basketball, soccer, baseball. It's like, no, you, you're looking at this wrong. You're looking at this brilliantly. You drill down into the consumer, and then you own that consumer. Um, and that's, that, that, that's what you guys are, are doing, and it sounds awesome. I, I think I think before I started this company and, and the, the public company I'm involved with, and I, I started, um, which is the kind of – is involved with, with fans – I was at Wish and I, and I was responsible for all the marketing and, and partnerships we formed. And we sponsored the LA Lakers jersey. Yep. So I, um, I, you know, I was in very close to the Lakers. And you, you can't sit around proper sports folk and pretend to talk about a sport you know nothing about. I've tried it. Oh, no. I, I've yeah. sat courtside <laughs> at the Lakers and I've tried to say, this guy, LeBron's pretty good, isn't he? The way he leaps up and does what he does. People <laughs> spot you a mile off as a fraud. When, sure, when, yeah. when your guy asked me about Arsenal just then, I, I have a story with Arsenal. I know, I know how fans think about Wenger and the importance of Ian Wright and all this stuff. So for me, like I, I'm so out of my comfort zone in how quickly this technology is moving. I had to be in the certainty of football because oh. I, cause I, cause I can then navigate. And, and if it was, if I was doing this in fashion, I would be like, the blind leading the blind you yeah. know so um so so i think so so this the reason i'm buzzing so much is we've we've got this we've got access to ip we know there's a big play in connecting ip to the wallets on the on the we know there's a big big prize to go after and we know we can help the ip owners so this is this is phase one we know what the bridge is into gaming and we, you know there's a lot of great game studios we're, we're going to be doing stuff with so this is phase two and then the, the and then within that is kind of digital, digital merch um perpetual revenue stream with, with with brands and so on and but the the best thing about what we're going to do and really what i want the brand to stand for fans is and by the way every great brand needs an enemy 
And yes. whether, you're, whether, whether it's Star Wars or, or whatever, there's, there's always a Darth Vader. And for me, like, the enemy of fans is these big billionaire owners who've taken over these football clubs. And in my opinion, yeah. they've killed them. And I think for the first time ever, there's technology that where you can arm the rebels and people can yeah. actually participate in the ownership of, of their clubs. So I've thought about this for years, like how do you, how do you do a Green Bay Packers and how, how do you, and there's complexities to it because you can't own a big chunk of every club. But I think through, through the Dow, um, you, I think there's something really special you could do where you could take, I live near Oxford. So let's say Oxford United, just because it's the nearest football club for no other reason. If I went and bought 5% of Oxford United, I could put in Oxford United tomorrow a Dow officer and they could sit okay. there drinking coffee and represent the Dow. And so then who's in the Dow? 10,000 diehard Oxford United fans who have to show a picture with them in a, in a kit or a, or a season ticket holder or a ticket. And you basically say to enter this DAO, you have to buy an NFT of the three-dimensional logo spinning around. But if you get that, we then send you a governance token. Yep. And this uh, basically allows you to have a, a say in the running of your club. Now, I wouldn't get in the DAO because I don't support Oxford, Oxford United. It would be the worst thing for a Man United <laughs> fan to get into a Liverpool DAO because they yeah. would, they would, it would be like uh, some sort of war game. But... Um, but but I think this framework, um, a governance token, has has the power to do something really really special, um, especially in low elite clubs. Um, and, we, and this is why we say, um, yeah. I was going to say, can we talk about the lower league clubs for a second? Because for a, a North American audience, they may not have the appreciation. And I want to use this as an opportunity to educate people as well. I've yep. been to lower tier games in the UK. I had a chance to live in England for quite a while, so I know what what it means to these communities. I know how passionate they can be. When I hear you talk about the archival yep. footage that might be there, because a lot of these clubs don't have a, you know a big amount of money, and you don't see them until an FA Cup type of tournament goes on, where they really have a fighting chance to even get coverage or or some sort of conversation around them. Can you explain to a, maybe a North American audience? Because I don't, we don't have really the equivalent over here of those lower tier yep. clubs that have the ability to climb up the ranks. So, yeah, no, no problem. So if if you look at if you look at global soccer, you know the biggest the biggest league in the world is the is the Premier League from a dollar revenue perspective in terms of their main primary income being broadcast uh, revenues. So if you if you take the UK, you've got the Premier League, which is you know where Liverpool dominate and and, and Arsenal sort of keep up, and then <laughs> so you've got twenty teams in the Premier League, and then you've got the Championship, uh, and the Championship is a similar size, slightly bigger, and and in the Championship. There are some huge, huge clubs that over the years have been massive. They, they're from big cities, you know, whether it's, you know, Birmingham or, or um, different clubs in and around London. But there's some massive clubs in the championship. And then you go to League One, League Two. So there's four sort of main leagues. And then and as you go down, you've got um, cities and towns all around the country. And then you go into something called the National League, which is like even more layers, like another 60 plus clubs. So the football pyramid, as, it talk, as we talk about in, in the UK, there, there are league after league after league after league. And unfortunately, all the money's right at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't sprinkle down very well. It's not very efficient. Now, 
through the internet, we all change our utility provider very frequently, but you don't change who you support. You don't change where you come from. I mean, some people do. They jump on the bandwagon with Manchester City or whatever, but most normal football fans, whoever oh, yeah. they support, they support. So so if you're a fan of um, Leeds United over the years, they're in the Premier League now, but they were gone for like 15 years and and but the the fans keep turning up, you know, because it's for them. It's it's their team. It's their it's their it's their livelihood. So we think the opportunity, especially in the governance token play, is actually starting at the bottom. Because yeah. I can't go to another football conference like there's they have these sport innovation conferences, and everybody jumps on the stage and says there's got to be a bigger way for the fan to be more involved. And we're all talking about fan engagement. Absolute garbage. At the, at the top of the football pyramid, all they talk about and care about is sponsorship revenues. It's all, yeah. They get their big money from TV, and then they want big-ass sponsorships from Crypto.com or whoever they deal with. And for me, it's, it, it's boring. Yeah. Where we need to focus with blockchain technology is right at the bottom of the pyramid, where we go in and say, we don't want to own your club. We want to give you a framework to make money, to unlock value, to get closer to your, to your fan base. And um, I think the clubs at the bottom of the pyramid are desperate for help. And um, that, that's and, and if you if you combine that sort of that group of clubs down the bottom and you give them um, some Web3 technology and an understanding of, of how they can engage with fans in this way, I think I think you can show the bigger guys how to do it. I think that that's the oh, power yeah. of this technology. Yep. Give it to the little guys first. I mean, it's literally what NFTs have done. Like the, the 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 first time that like Board Apes, CryptoPunks, um, Pixel Vault, like literally all of the original minters, which were Main Street, the little guys, front ran all the VCs um, to billions of dollars in valuation, which is the same model. I mean, I think you couldn't be more spot on starting from the bottom up and enabling those uh, the, those teams at the lower level to really gain the 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 access and the the, the fan experience that the that the top top of the cone teams are actually. Uh, captured already yeah so that that gives me a real buzz and and our public company does you know video commerce we've got state-of-the-art interactive video commerce and we can give this this stuff within fans as well to the to, to the team so they can you know every, every football club wants to know how do they have a more intimate experience with their fan base well the, the tech exists they just they just don't have access to it oh, yeah. so so i think i think um the interesting thing with governance is Forget buying the next NFT or playing the next game. If you if you have a governance platform, you've got users for life, mm -hmm. and 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 people will will pass that on and stay within your framework. So, so that's um, I, I you know my wife thinks I'm crazy when I talk about the <laughs> governance stuff, but I think I I, th I think we shouldn't get too ahead of ourselves. But we, but people say, what's your vision with it? That's what the vision is. It's like un unleash the blockchain you know, to these people who I think will really benefit from it. But we, the great thing is we can start in a few days with our first drop and we can work towards this, this goal and uh, people can see how we're getting on. We're looking forward to that. We only got a couple minutes Look left here. But let, let me ask, because I'm, I'm curious about this. When you go to somebody like John Motson or the people who work with Mati, when you go to a Diego Maradona's estate and say, this is what we want to do, what kind of reaction do you get? Even when it goes to, you know, a couple of the smaller clubs, what kind of reaction are you getting at the front door? Well, John Watson, you got to remember, you know, grew, grew up with a pen and pencil dashing around the country, like, you know, reading newspapers, 
um, watching football and scribbling notes, you know, occasionally writing for a newspaper and speaking on the radio. So when, you know, probably the most challenging thing I've ever done is trying to explain to John Watson, what, John Watson, what an NFT is. And, um, you know, and, and, and once we, we got through the phase of doing a really professional job of his audio and preparing for the, the games and filming him. Once we gave him that comfort, I had to have this really uncomfortable conversation of, John, we now have to create rarity in this collection. And he's like, yeah. what does that mean? Oh, you want me to wear like a different coat? Um, and I said, no, no, no. Like we, we, he goes, what else can we change? All I'm doing is holding a, a microphone. And I said, no, no, no. I'm going to have you holding a lightsaber in the next one of these and then holding yeah. a mop and holding a this and a holding a that. And that got very, very awkward. But, um, and I said, listen, we need to make a version of you that's a pirate or a cowboy or a spaceman or maybe even a Mrs. Motti. And, and, you know, yeah. that, but, but that, <laughs> that the, the, the rarity value is where the, so at that point he was totally baffled. Um, but um, I, I think I think with the reason I like Motson is he's the ultimate neutral. You know, he told the story yeah. of football for 50 years. And, and as I go to see these clubs in our bigger mission, I want to be credible. Um, so if, if they hear his voice, they talk about a game of, of any team and we showcase some of the cool stuff you can do with this. Putting aside the lightsaber, I, th I think I think people, you know, sort of get a glimpse into the art of the possible with 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 Maradona, obviously. The challenge with him is how do you honor such a legend of the game? You know, and I don't think you necessarily do that with with comedy. It's it's more of a it's it's a different play. And then there's other there's other players that are coming into the fold who maybe they're a bit more into fashion and they, they cross the boundaries outside football and uh so that yeah, it's um I, I think I think people in football are very open to it. They still don't understand the power of it. And I think a few too many people are, are jumping into projects because they got get offered some money on the back end. And we all know the best thing about the blockchain is it's it's there forever. But the worst thing about the blockchain is it's there forever. And I think you yeah. can be made to look like an idiot quite quick if you if you if you don't do the project well. So I think we need we need ten or twelve user cases with different IP, and then I think people will get a sense of what we're about. We're looking forward to that. And we're looking forward to speaking to you in the future because uh, I think we've only scratched the surface today. Sam Jones, uh, fans.com, F-A-N-Z or Z, depending on which jurisdiction you're in, I suppose, fans.com. A pleasure. Thank you, guys. I really Thanks, enjoyed Sam. it. Subscribe to Guaranteed Money wherever you get your podcasts and find out more details at thedalesreport.com. Don't forget also to check out our YouTube channel for more content.